Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. precious Holy Spirit just bow your head for a minute father we ask that the word of grace will have free cause here this morning every heart will be touched lives will be changed in the name of Jesus the entrance of your word will bring light illumination and understanding in Jesus name Satan you have no authority here in the name of Jesus Christ thank you father for this atmosphere represents the presence of God in the name of Jesus hallelujah very quickly, I want to talk about something I've called Something is Missing. That's the title of the message. Something is Missing. Something is Missing. And I trust God that this morning, as you listen and pay attention, that the Spirit of God will give you clarity, definite understanding as to what you need to do to move from here to there. Hallelujah. Now, every season, there is a path we should go as individuals and as a church. Any season you find yourself, there is a way that we should go. There is something that we should be doing as an individual and as a church. And you know, so if you're a member of this house, if you're a member of this church, it's my responsibility to hear from God and know what that path is and the instructions necessary to move us and to lead us in that direction. And all the time, the path that we should go, it's usually the prevailing energy around us. And many a times is the obvious challenges that we face. And it's the proof that the solution is around the corner. So when we're going through whatever it is that we're going through, it's proof that we have the solution all around us. The pathway that we should go, what we should be doing now, what... what um, what God has planned for us in the season that we're in, it happens to be that it's the energy of the environment. It's the energy that is, that is moving around. It's everything that is going on, including the obvious challenges we face. So finding that solution and taking that journey such that the end result, listen to this, finding the solution and taking that journey such that the end result is one, it benefits humanity. Two, it's to the glory of God. And then three, it leads to the revelation of Jesus. So finding that, putting all that in perspective is our ultimate pursuit. It's the reason you and I are doing the things we're doing. We're chasing the things we're doing. It's the reason we're chasing after God. It's the reason... We want to get a new job. It's the reason we want to get a, new, a, a better increase. It's the reason we want to travel out of the country. It's the reason we want to celebrate somebody else. It's the reason. It has to benefit humanity. It has to be to the glory of God. And it has to reveal Jesus. So everything that we do, if these three things are missing, then there's a problem. 
The motive is not right. Hallelujah. So that's our ultimate pursuit. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. But if salt loses its taste, how will it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled on by people. You are the light of the world. A city cannot be hidden when it is located on a hill. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, everyone who lights a lamp puts it on a lampstand. Then its light shines on everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine in front of people. Then they will see the good that you do and praise your Father in heaven. I like that last phrase. It says, in the same way, let your light shine in front of people. Remember I said three things. It's to the benefit of humanity to the glory of God and the revelation of Jesus so when your light is shining it says they will see the good that you do the benefit of humanity they will praise your father in heaven to the glory of God and when they praise the father in heaven Jesus is revealed so everything that you are about, everything that God has impacted you with, everything that God has blessed you with, endowed you with, every gift, every grace, every calling, every skill, every idea, every vision that is finding expression needs to benefit humanity, glorify God, and reveal Jesus. It has to do that. Our coming to church are coming for church and all the activities surrounding it. It's not the criteria for a good life. Hearing alone does not liberate. That you are hearing me now, I'm talking, you're listening to me, you're hearing. That alone does not liberate. It's the application of what you are hearing. Is the application. Oh, I heard. Oh, I was in church is the application that sets free. So a lot of people blame the Lord God all the time and say, God, you know, I never miss church. I never miss church. I never miss a fasting. I never miss my tithe. I never miss a giving. I'm always the first in line. Whenever there's a major meeting, I'm there. I never miss any of these things. But the truth of the matter is, Hearing alone doesn't set you free. Something is missing. That thing that is missing, as I'm speaking this morning, I want you to begin to note it down. Note what is missing so that God can give you the wisdom to change what you ought to change. To change what you ought to change. So it's not just the hearing, it's the application. How do I apply this thing? What, what you hear after you've applied it and then liberation comes. 
you know that you're inside a university does not mean that you're a student have you heard of non-academic student <laughs> they are always in class they, they can come into class do everything I heard that for the first time and I was like non-academic student they had to explain it to me on campus that there are some students that are here but they are not students so they call them non-academic students I don't, I don't know if you have that abroad but maybe it was a Nigerian modified how can you be in the school and not be in the school that's the same thing so you are a Christian but Christianity is not happening to you so you are a non how do we call it now non-Christianity Christian if there's anything like that so you are going through the rudiments of academic you are going through the motions but academic is not happening to you it's not so you are a non-academic student that you attended the class doesn't even mean you graduate that's the truth oh I was in the class. So they don't, when you go for a job interview, they don't ask you, did you attend the class? No. Your graduation certificate. Even when you go for NYS, they don't ask you, did they pay you a lawi? No. They, they ask you, where is your discharge certificate? So that you did all those things. It's not that, Lord God, you know, I fasted. No. Something is missing. Something is missing. I prayed. God, you know, I prayed. I did five hours yesterday. It's not about the five hours. Something is missing. I attended the class. But you did not graduate. I was in the university there. But you were a non-academic student. Something is missing. Glory to God. The exam is the application of what you have heard. I'll say that again. The exam is the application of what you have heard. So when you hear something, Get set. What's coming? That's it. A lot of people don't like that one. No, 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 no. Oh, we were in the class. Ah, it was our set. We know it was our set. But when it's time for exam, some people fall sick immediately. And the moment the last paper is done, they are whole. They are well. Something is missing. That's what happens in life. You come to church. We have service. Oh, it was a great service. Boom, bam, bam, bam. Everything good. And then you step out into the world. And then meet situations and circumstances. You can't perform. You can't deliver. Something is missing. And you try to justify why you should overcome or perform in that situation. And then you say, I was in class. I was in church. You hear people go for an interview. The night before they, before they went for a vigil, on Saturday they had an interview. And they flopped the interview. And then they say, but I was in church yesterday. Something is missing. 
not the fact that you were in church. It's not the fact that you sat down and you heard. What did you apply? What did you apply? What did you put on it? What did you apply? The challenges we face, the giants we encounter, there are problems for which our design is engineered to solve. The problems you are facing, the challenges you are encountering right now, they are problems for which your design, you are designed to solve by your maker. Your, the way your maker designed you, that's why the kind of problems that come to you come. I don't even care if you are the cause of the problem. You are the only one that can cause yourself that kind of problem. I cannot cause it for you. That's what I'm saying. Say, Pastor, you don't understand. It's my fault. Yes, it's your fault because by design, you are the only kind of person that can make that kind of error. I cannot make it. I have my own errors that by design, I make. And by the same design, I have solutions. By the same design. Why? The creator of the heaven and earth is not a flop. He does not make useless products. He makes complete product. Complete. That's why he says, you are the salt of the earth. You are. So the earth with all the problem there, there is a salt. So God is guaranteed that as long as you are there, you are the salt there. So he says, if the salt now loses the capacity to make the else earth salty, nothing can be done. So something is missing. So if you step into a place and see that some things are not conforming, there is one person who is not being a salt. You, you get my point? There is one person who is not living up to his capacity and potential. There is one person who is not expressing all that God has put inside of him. So something is missing. You are the salt of the earth. Look at what happened in Genesis. Look at it very carefully. Genesis chapter 1. It says, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep water. The Spirit of God was hovering over the water. Now, if I know nothing about God, I know that He does not waste resources. If I know nothing about God, I know that he's not jobless and aimless. Has nothing to do and then looking for water to breathe on. Have you ever asked yourself when you read Genesis chapter 1 and says the earth was formless and empty? Question. Who created a formless and empty earth? Who created a formless and empty earth? Why was it formless? Why was it empty? 
What's the purpose of creating something that is formless and empty? What's the purpose? Something that has no light. And that you, that is God, your very nature is light. And you created something that is formless? No. That's not a God. That's not our God. And then he says the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the deep, over the waters. Question, who created the water that he was hovering over? Who created the water he was hovering over? When I read the scripture, I ask questions like this. It props up in my heart. That, okay, if God's spirit was hovering over the water, who created the water the spirit was hovering over? If I know anything about God, if I don't know anything about him, I know that he finishes anything before he starts it. He's a finisher from the beginning. He does not rethink an idea. He does not rethink a thought. He's not capable of afterthought. He's not. He does not figure out the purpose of a product after the product has been created. No, that's not who he is. Even us, with our own limited thinking and understanding, when you want to make something, you know why you want to make it before you make it. Am I correct? You know why. God always starts what has been completed. He always. Then look at what Genesis 1.26 says. It says, let us make humans in our image, in our likeness. Let them rule the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the domestic animals all over the earth. And all the animals that crawl on the earth. I want to believe, if you ask me, that if we rewrite Genesis chapter 1, it will start from verse 26. Because God thought about it first. Let us create man. Question, where will he live? right so when he thought about it let us create man then he went and created the earth what will he do let him have dominion over what fish where will fish stay water you see the thought of God he does not rethink an idea so he has put everything in proper perspective puts you in that plan not a mistake a deliberate plan not by chance not by accident to do what he said to have dominion and he began to look at the earth I'm not going to go into the theology of it the 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 earth before the before the creation of man and all that. You know when science tells us that, oh, they found one dinosaur. It is several millions of years old and all that. They are correct. Because an, the earth existed before Adam. 
That's why it was formless. That's why it was empty. Because there was a destruction. And then there was water. And the Spirit of God began to breathe over it. And began to form it again. Why? So that it would be habitable for man. So, that it, so that's why he said, let us make man in our image. The, the Holy Spirit and the Word did not ask him, where would they stay? Because there is an earth already. Glory to God. So he looked at it. Is it habitable? Is it life-sustaining? Does it have life-sustaining requirements? Now this attitude, the way God behaves, is expressive of the reason man exists. And is the reason the earth exists to. How? A God that has expression beyond himself. A, he could have not created earth and created humans. But his expression is beyond him. It's beyond him. The earth has purpose and functionality beyond itself. A man created for an expression beyond himself. So when God creates a man, he creates that man to be like him. To have expression beyond himself. Because he, God, also had expression beyond himself. So the man he created has expression beyond himself. So the first two expressions have fulfilled their purpose. That's God finding expression beyond himself and the earth having a purpose and functionality beyond itself. Those two ones, they fulfill themselves. So right now, we are in a dispensation for the last expression to fulfill itself. That's you and I. We're in that dispensation to fulfill to find expression beyond ourselves. So when the Bible says that you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world, when the salt is not there and the light is not there, something is missing. That thing that is missing is critical to our survival. Now when we talk about earth, don't look at the entire whole earth. Look at your space. Look at where you have influence. Look at your environment. Look at your community. Look at your workplace. Look at your family. Look at your home. That's your own earth. If there's anything missing and not finding expression, one, to the benefit of humanity, to the glory of God and the revelation of Jesus, there is a human being whose salt is not finding expression. There is a human being whose light is not shining to the world. Because he said when you have the light, you will put it on a lampstand and it will do what? Provide light for who? Everyone. Provide light for the people there. But he said, Pastor, but you know, I ask, I, I, I want to do more, I want to do this, I want to do that. Check your motives. Why do you want to do the things that you want to do for God? Why do you want it to find expression? Why? James chapter 4 from verse 1. He said, what causes fights and quarrels among you? I 
they caused by the selfish desires that fight to control you? You want what you don't have. So you commit murder. You're determined to have things, but you can't get what you want. You quarrel and fight. You don't have the things you want because you don't pray for them. And I said, when you pray for things, you don't get them because you want them for the wrong reason, for your own pleasure. So you want them for the wrong reasons, for your own pleasure. Jesus said something. He said, I set before you an open door. Revelation 3. I set before you an open door. You see, I've opened the door in front of you that no one can shut. So what you have before you is what? An open door. But guess what? Nobody's walking through. Nobody's walking through. The fear of this, the fear of that, the lack of this, the lack of that. But Jesus said, I've set before you an open door. I've given you ideas. I've given you dreams. I've given you vision. So that your salt can find expression. Your light can find expression. But we're not walking through. We're not walking through. We look at the ideas as small. Or the thoughts as small. Or the visions as small. And begin to think, okay, if I, if I got that. It will shock you. The Chinese and the Lebanese, when they come to this country, do you know what they go to do? They make toothpick. They make nylon. Toothpick, nylon. Slippers. Don't love slippers. All those products that are 100 naira, 150, 200. And they are raking in millions. Breaking in millions. I was telling someone the other day. Do you know Gala just recently started selling in, in supermarkets? If you want to buy Gala before, where do you buy it? Traffic. Gala sausage roll they go better. Like that. In traffic. And they were making billions in traffic. How much is Gala? 59. So God gives you a 59 idea. See how many 59 I won't gather. Really? I set before you an open door. And no, we want a gate. I want a gate. I want a gate. Some of us say no, I don't want a gate. I want bridge. I set before you and opened up. But we're not walking through. You are the salt of the earth. God did not create a product that he didn't finish. You are the light of the world. And I have put you upon a hill that you will shine.
When I was in Lagos, there's this plantain chips we always buy on the island whenever I'm coming from the office. In traffic, 5.36 o'clock. It has pepper like this. Very nice. 100 bucks. Those guys were making, were selling 600,000 pieces of plantain chips every day. Multiply it by 100 naira quickly. That's how much. 60 million every day. 600,000 were being sold every day. You're looking for gates and bridge. And then before the idea even takes off, you have killed yourself. And who will buy it? And where will I sell it? And who will I take it to? I mean. And then the whole of heaven is watching and looking at you. See, I set before you and open. And he said, no man can shut it. No man can shut it. See, I said it before you. All you just need to do, walk through. Yes. Will there be challenges and difficulties? Yes. Will I have to learn people's skills? Yes. Will I have to learn negotiation? Yes. Will I have to learn how to market? Yes. Those are the things I need to learn how to do. But I have set before you an open door. Will I have to wake up many nights to plan and think and all that? He said yes, but I have set before you an open door. Will there be days when it feels like, oh, nobody's buying my product? Yes, but I have set before you an open door. No man can shut it. No policy, no government laws can shut it. Yes, they've stopped people from, from exporting XYZ, but I have set before you an open door. No man can shut it. There's no government policy, there's no government regulation, government law that can stop the ideas that God has given you. Why? He said because if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be salt? Made salt again. That is the salt that we need. So ask yourself, what is missing? Because something is missing. It says when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When I read that, my eyes just popped. He said, when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. It means the righteous are supposed to rule. Become governors, become president, senate. When the righteous rule, and that's what he told us from the beginning, to have dominion. So when the righteous rule, he said the people rejoice. So when the people are not rejoicing, there's a wicked person there. So the righteous are supposed to do what? Rule. They're supposed to rule. Become governors, become senate president, anointed people, speaking in tongues and fire of the Holy Ghost. That's scripture. So we don't run away from politics. We don't run away from the Whatever they are asking you to do, you go ahead and do it and find expression. Find expression. So you take action. 
your human spirit is not subject to all the limitations in our society and our economy. Your human spirit is designed to fly. All he's waiting for is a command from you. That's all your human spirit is waiting for. is a command. And what's that command? Go. Move forward. Walk through the open door. Or some people's command, I can't. Impossible. Cannot be done. It's the same command, but your human spirit is waiting for the command you want to issue. So whatever command you issue, if you issue a command that cannot be done, they take it and process it. It cannot be done. But you issue the command can be done. It takes it and process it. If you, issues the, if you issue the command possible, it takes it and process it. That's what it does. If you issue the command stop, quit, it takes it and it goes ahead and processes it. What do you want to create? Ask your neighbor, what do you want to create? What is it you want to create? Tell, ask the neighbor, you've been anointed. Say, I know you. Talk to the neighbor, say, I know you. Pastor laid his hands on you. Anointed you. So what do you want to create? What wants to come out of you? What wants to find expression? The salt, the light that wants to come out. What is that thing? Look at 1 Samuel chapter 10 as I close. In verse 7, I read this scripture on Saturday. It says, and let it be when the signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands for God is with you. That's the open door. That's the open door. That's the open door. That's Samuel telling Saul. Said this and this will happen to you. This and this will happen to you. But at the beginning of that chapter, he anointed him with oil. And he said some things will happen. But when these signs come, he says, do as what? Occasion serve you. Why? Because God is with you. He said, I've set before you an open door. Walk through it. Stand to your feet. Do as occasion serve you. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Whatever is missing, find it. Whatever it is that is missing. But I know that something, when you're not finding expression like that, something is missing. So the moment you begin to think and ask questions and begin to strategize and plan and, and you know, have nights that you're awake and, and thinking and strategizing, you will find the missing link. And then by the time you piece it all together, you find that your problems only led you to the solution that you were born to have and the problems you were born to solve. You were born to solve. Lift your hands to heaven. Say, I receive wisdom. Say it with boldness. I receive wisdom. I know what to do. I'm born for greatness. I'm born for more. My life amounts to something. I am more than this. 
preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.